0: It really is a cautionary tale because he's like, listen, yeah. the only time that you can and should have sex is if you're married. But also, on second thought, don't ever have sex because you're going to have a kid. I imagine There's no like, other way school. around it.
1: Imagine some school in Utah. Come at me, Utah. If you're from Utah and I'm fucking insulting you, yeah, come at me. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Not drink a beer and fucking have eight children? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, come at me.
0: Not drink some coffee. Anyway.
1: <laughs> anyway i imagine like some like sex ed guidance counselor in, in Utah at some private school where they wear uniforms with fucking dumb collars and the sex ed teacher just smoking a cigarette and it's just like you kids want to know about sex and then it just plays the song and that's it that's, yeah. what, it's like. <laughs> so that's what you got to like, know about sex
0: and cut don't to, forget cut to the kids reactions and they're just like not blinking their eyes are just bloodshot and they're just like Mouth agape.
1: Hello and welcome to the Lyric Boys Podcast. I am Lucian Flores, and with me as always is Andrew Steak. Let's Andrew say something to our lovely audience. Something that's a man who follows orders and ladies, get yourself a man like that, am I right? So wow. listen. <laughs> So this is the Lyric Boys podcast. If you've never listened to the podcast before, in it, we take one of our favorite bands, musicians, artists, and we pick 10 of their craziest, wildest, most insane, most absurd, funniest lyrics. And we talk about it. We dive into those lyrics. We use those lyrics as jumping off points for stories, jokes, or whatever. You know, this isn't a podcast where you're going to you're gonna learn something, but you're not going to learn a whole lot of something. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Somewhat Somewhat So Yeah There's other podcasts out there To talk about the artistry of lyrics And and how meaningful Songs are And and how beautiful they are And and what major and minor chords are And Baby this is not that podcast This is a podcast to Unwind Relax Kick your feet up Have a good time Listening to two Sultry Boys Talk lyrics Make jokes And uh other things.
0: Am I right? Speaking of sultry, what what artist do we have today on the pod?
1: Well on the pod we have old Blue Eyes himself, Frank <laughs> Sinatra. So yeah, we are diving into ten Frank Sinatra lyrics and hey. It's okay if you don't know who Frank Sinatra is because we got you today. We
0: If there's anybody you. anybody's legacy who should not be Harnished and disrespected by us It's Frank Sinatra But guess what <laughs> We're too fucking stupid and up our own asses To know that Well listen,
1: we anyone who we talk about On this podcast is someone one of us genuinely, At least one of us genuinely enjoys If not both of us So mm-hmm. hey, this will be a good time So yeah, if you don't know who Frank Sinatra is That is surprising I think you probably, probably Spend too much time on TikTok or something I don't know if you're like maybe an eight-year-old who's somehow listening to this podcast, in which case that's weird, but also, hello, eight-year-old. We support you and your parents' advertising money, so keep listening.
0: They might be listening with their parents. I would yeah. love to have a family listen session with this podcast. Yeah. Not my family. Somebody else's family.
1: Well, we were talking about maybe one day doing a Wiggles episode, so, <laughs> you know,
0: get excited. I would love the Wiggles. Dude, they're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so, Frank Sinatra. Who is Frank Sinatra? Well... Frank Sinatra is one of the most famous humans of all time. In general, just one of the objectively most famous humans. At least, right, I'd say you in have American like, history.
0: Uh, who do you have? Jesus Christ, he's a pretty famous human. You have uh, Mahatma Gandhi. You have the Buddha. You have Frank Sinatra. <laughs> That's Those it. are those are the guys that are up there.
1: If you're thinking music history, Sinatra's up there with Elvis and he's up there with the Beatles. He's just a king, right? So Sinatra, Mm -hmm. Wikipedia describes his genres as traditional pop, easy listening, jazz, swing, and vocal jazz. And listen, easy listening? Music that's easy to listen to? That's what you want. You just want to unwind, once again, kick your feet up and just listen to some dope tunes. So Frank Sinatra... Is a powerhouse He lived his years of uh, his life were, were 1917 He was
0: born in Hoboken, New Jersey 1915 1915, yes Hoboken, I'm New Jersey Already fucking ruining old Blue Eyes, Blue Eyes legacy <laughs> See,
1: you messed up too And he died in 1998 in LA He won 11 Grammys He released 59 studio albums
0: that's fucking <laughs> insane. For context, ladies and gentlemen, for context, the Beatles, for example, they released mm-hmm. like ten albums, right? Yeah. Um 59 I mean most bands albums. Yeah. Fifty-nine albums is six Beatles careers almost. Yeah. Back to back.
1: So he released fifty nine studio albums, two hundred and ninety seven singles, and he had a fifty four year career. Big his biggest hits oh, he had ten number one hits. He won eleven Grammys. You might recognize his songs: uh, "Strangers in the Night," "Something Stupid," "Theme from New York, New York," "Fly Me to the Moon," "Come Fly with Me," "That's Life," "My Way," amongst just so so many songs. He so I didn't really know. You know, we were born in a post-Frank Sinatra world, or we had like six years of overlap with Frank Sinatra, right?
0: And so, boy, were those six years exciting!
1: <laughs> those are great years. I feel lucky to be alive. For those six years We were um, we
0: were alive at the same time as Frank Sinatra
1: It is weird to think I think that with Brando and Sinatra I'm like huh It's weird to think that we overlapped
0: Brando, yeah But
1: Sinatra He started his career In the 30s In this big band era And then in He switched to having a solo career In 1943 He signed to Columbia Records But at some records Then in the 50s He went to Vegas And had a residency And that's when he used to start hanging out with a Rat Pack, which is Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr.'s, and just so many other popular, cool... Did I say juniors?
0: Sammy <laughs> Davis <laughs> Jr.'s. I know. I don't know it's why like that the, It's like Kendrick's producer saying beach houses. Sammy da- <laughs> Davey, Davis Jr.'s,
1: uh, Dean Martins. Anyway. Dude, Martin's. <laughs> The, Frank Sinatra at this point was just like These are the cool. dumb
0: jokes he get, yeah. ladies and gentlemen
1: Frank Sinatra was just very cool You know, he was someone who embodied You know, just well-dressed Cool, masculine But made you Made you feel when you were listening to his music um, And yeah, apparently his career was in a little bit of a rut And then, you know what this guy did? What did he do? He won an Academy Award and Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor in the Movie, From Here to Eternity. So, dude can act. Apparently, he's won multiple Golden Globes, Globes for different movies. With the Rat Pack, he was in the original Ocean's Eleven. He was also head a Frank Sinatra show on ABC. So, not only can this man sing, but... He was just such a big personality that people wanted him all the time on screen, in their ears, wherever they can go. And you know what's crazy about Sinatra? He's a long career, right? And like I said, died in 98. So that stuff in the later career you wouldn't necessarily think was as good. You know what song came out in the late 70s or or the, the album was 1980, but the first time he performed it was 1978? You know what song? What song? Theme from New York, New York. Did you know that song is from that late in his career? That of course is a famous song that's like start spread in the news. Yeah, Yeah, that does not sound like it's uh, from that late in his career. Blows my mind. Apparently, so that's from a Scorsese movie, and the original version is Liza Minnelli, and I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) And then Sinatra has the most famous version of that song. 1985, he was awarded the Presidential Medal of (laughs) Fregan? freedom by his boy <laughs> Ronald Reagan. That's why I said freegan. Um, freegan. Um, <laughs> and uh, so you know Sammy Davis juniors. I'm a mess. We haven't warmed up as much as normal <laughs> this, this episode.
0: Yeah we usually do vocal warm like. <laughs>
1: yeah uh, we make our mouths just sound very wet before this. So what what else do we want to know about Frank Sinatra? Italian American king. All
0: right. <laughs> We stand an Italian American king. <laughs> we
1: stand an Italian American king from Hoboken, right? Yeah. So, like one of us, you know. Frank Sinatra also notoriously had alleged mafia connections, and so the FBI tracked him his whole life. He had the FBI had two thousand four hundred and three pages on Sinatra.
0: Holy they, shit! They tracked, I would fucking love to read those pages.
1: They tracked about his mob ties, so his New Deal politics. So I guess he's a big FDR supporter. In the early days, and then he we became a little up. more we conservative as he got older. And his friendship with JFK and the FBI was like looking at all this stuff, a little skeptical. It is rumored that Sinatra had ties to the Genovese crime family, and that they helped him get out of a record contract. Mm-hmm. I've heard that rumor too. Is in The Godfather the inspiration for? I forget the character, but there's that singer Sinatra-esque um, type character in The Godfather. Who they get out of a record contract by putting the horse's head in bed with him, and then the you the know. record label exec freaks out. So that is rumored to be a Sinatra esque thing. And not only is he famous, but his daughter is Nancy Sinatra, who has had big hits and amazing songs in her own career as well.
0: So Frank Sinatra and he has is Frank just, Sinatra Jr. as well.
1: Yeah, I don't know much about him. But he's got but other I just, kids too. Nancy he's Sinatra is just
0: the Nancy
1: Sinatra just like you know yeah bang bang these bits are made for walking you know we know those songs uh, anyway that is Frank Sinatra so he is just a powerhouse an actor a performer uh, a, a king an Italian American king a New Jersey native mm-hmm. I feel like this podcast has a lot of New Jersey natives on it we've done Sinatra we've done Bruce we're about to do Billy Joel who's not New Jersey Long, New York, Island. Bruce, Long, Long Island. Island but like that vibe that northeastern Mm-hmm. Vibe, look at that. So yeah, that is Frank Sinatra. Steve, let's. How how much do you know of Frank Sinatra before like delving into this podcast and and, and looking at his career?
0: Um, I randomly over the course of this pandy had a uh, big. I was went on a big Sinatra kick for a while, mm. just listening to like. You know, like Apple Music and Spotify, they have like those like essentials playlists or like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. on Apple Music, they call it the essentials. So I, I was listening to that a lot and I was like, damn, there's so many good songs here that I never really explored. And um, so so I'm glad we're doing it on the podcast because yeah. I mean, obviously, everybody knows like New York, New York and like, yeah, Fly Me to the moon and like those those hits and you hear them in like karaoke, too. But like, uh, yeah, exploring just a little bit under the surface was really fun because I was like, fuck, it's not normally music I would seek out, but I genuinely enjoy it. Also, my Nana Mm -hmm. is a huge Frank Sinatra fan. So, fun fact. Has your Nana nana seen Sinatra? Yes. She saw Sinatra when she was 17. She Mm -hmm. snuck out of her high school which okay. was in oh greenpoint brooklyn yeah. or williamsburg uh, okay. she was growing center. up in like in yeah she was growing up yeah. in like greenpoint she mm-hmm. snuck out and she or she cut classes and she went to go see Sinatra
1: damn i know my my great aunt who's like 90 something now also living in brooklyn at that time would see Sinatra a lot too and it's just funny to hear i love hearing stories from people like that we are mm-hmm. like, I used to see Fritz Sinatra. She also talks about like constantly seeing Marlon Brando in her neighborhood, just like hanging out at stoops on stoops oh, and shit. Or, oh, I, don't, I don't know, cool. like, who's is Marlon Brando really just like walking around hanging out on stoops, or that's just, or just like that? a
0: guy and a wife beater and she's like, hey, it's Marlon Brando. Stop.
1: that's me. Uh, I could have been somebody. Anyway. <laughs> That vibe is great. I fucking yeah. love old Italian American women. They're the kids. Old, old and New York,
0: like old, like, yeah, Italian Brooklyn is yeah. such a vibe.
1: Yeah. Which Sinatra is that vibe. So you were saying that he also makes you really happy. Like listening to Sinatra. I mentioned yeah. during the Beach, House, a Beach Boys episode how happy and joyous that music made me. And so you felt that way about Sinatra. Oh, no, you felt that way about Billy Joel. I
0: feel that way about Billy Joel, but that's because okay. Billy Joel, um, had it was a huge part of my childhood. But like It's um, a
1: future episode, people. I apologize for spilling the beans.
0: Yeah. It has have, yet have, have to be recorded. Has yet to be but, recorded. But uh Oh yeah, Frank also makes me happy because like I, I love the like big band sound. I fucking mm-hmm. love that big band sound. One of the things it, even you know, even in high school I really liked that big band sound. I think yeah. that I didn't really know where to find it. So one of the no. artists I turned to uh in place of Sinatra because like pre-spotify it Michael was Blue harder to find no uh it was brian setzer i mentioned him on a previous uh, episode yeah. and he has the brian setzer orchestra and they are yeah they're like a big band in the stuff they're like a big band mixed with like a rockabilly type vibe and yeah. um they were awesome i fucking loved that album the yeah. dirty boogie was the name of that album um
1: uh-huh. so I, of course, knew some hits, and he's got a big catalog, and I just knew people love him. I never really explored it too much other than the hits, and it's fun to explore. Also, when you're someone who puts out 59 albums, there's a lot of songs that are just filler, and those songs are really fun, too. Even if the lyrics aren't funny, like, the Come Fly With Me album is hilarious because every song is like, we're going to Hawaii, we're going to Bermuda, we're going to, like, Peru, and every (laughs) song, or, like, one is just, like, Moon Knight moonlight or like tonight or something in, in vermont and it's like all right i guess we're singing about vermont now no offense to our vermont <laughs> listeners and if you're an international it's a different listener,
0: vibe it's a different vibe that like vermont
1: is nowhere you're ever going to hear about so
0: <laughs> <laughs> unless you're uh, listening to like a very like indie folk album then that you yes. may hear vermont you may hear wisconsin you may hear the colder yeah, states yeah
1: but uh yeah so and and Sinatra, there are definitely some songs that made me kind of sad too. Like he's definitely has a bunch of like albums that are very mournful sounding and, and in the wee hours, in the wee small hours,
0: um, that album, which is like one of his most famous is Can we say that? a lot of name again in the wee small hours. Okay. I believe. Yeah. The wee small hours. Yeah. That's a sad uh, album. That's a, there's a lot of like melancholy songs yeah. on there and it's yes. not nearly as big band.
1: No, no. He definitely has a varied career. I And his lyrics, like, of course we're picking funnier ones, but it's there's something sweet and interesting about listening to an artist who's a little bit earlier than the artist we'll talk about. You know, we've done classic rock artists. We've done early Beach Boy stuff, like early 60s, and this is someone who has a career who predates that, is in the 50s and the 40s, and even a little bit in the 30s. But And it's interesting to just see people talk about love and, like, Romance in a more buttoned up mm-hmm. subtle way and and that's yes. kind of fun because it's still talking about the same things. It's still talking about the same feelings, the same desires, right? but it's like you can't get away with saying the same thing. So it's kind of fun to explore that and see how he would write about that territory or one thing too that confuses me about Sinatra is that so many songs are also covers and standards and songs other people wrote. But clearly, he like he had the more famous versions of so many of these songs.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of his most famous albums of all time, "Songs for Swingin' Lovers," Uh uh-huh. not one like original, technically original Frank song on there. Damn! But um, he popularized like every song that's on there. I mean, of you course, wouldn't yeah. know them from other places except for that album. Same yeah. with like um, "Songs for Young Lovers." There's a mm-hmm. most of that is not original. There, it's all like pre. Uh, like some of it was from musicals, some of it was from movies, yeah. some of it is just like pop standards, yeah. but um Frank always had the more the more famous version
1: cool, so let's dig into these lyrics before we do that. I'll say, hey, listeners at home Sinatra stands lyric Boy stands, Andrew Stieglitz fan club. We know you exist. We know you're out there. If you want to just get a little little bump on your phone, whatever episode of this podcast comes out, you could subscribe, you can follow and Whatever app you listen to, what, wherever you find this podcast, you'll get a little alert to let you know that we've dropped a new episode. We tend to do Mondays before you wake up, so you can wake up in the morning and uh, have a great start to your week listening to the Lyric Boys podcast. I cannot possibly think of a better way to start my week. <laughs> you guys know. What could be better than that? What? Nothing. So, hey. Also, it brings a, a, a smile to our faces. Our and look at that. For their YouTube audience, I just smiled and um, baby. I'm not
0: smiling like right it. now. This is my smile.
1: Yeah, just when you guys subscribe, it makes us wanna put out more hashtag content. hashtag Feeling blessed, so you know we love it. You love it. It's a mutual love fest. Strangers in the night. Okay, so let's let's okay. Before we get into the lyrics, I will say honorable mention to Strangers in the Night. I couldn't pick the lyrics from that song but that song slaps and the end of the song Sinatra just goes strangers in the night doobie do do ba boo
0: ba ba da boom and it's fucking <laughs> amazing a, yes that's such a Sinatra vibe just like doobie 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 ba
1: ba I love when any song has lyrics and it just descends into like uh, ba da
0: da ba boo it's me It's It's the kind of stuff I say when I'm like alone, home at alone, like cleaning the house or doing the dishes. And I'm just like, doobie, doobie, bop, bow. I am doing
1: the dishes. Bow, da, ba, 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 we got in some soap. Na, 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 na. And yeah, we love it. Anyway. Without further ado, you guys have been waiting. So my first Sinatra lyric comes from the album. Oh, shit. This doesn't even come from an album. It's a single from 1957. Lucian, always song,
0: pull in. Always pull in from where... You never know where they're going to come from.
1: I like to be real cool. I like to keep people on their feet. I like to be a trendsetter, tastemaker. Man. So the song is witchcraft. Okay? Okay. Okay. The lyric is those fingers in my hair that sly come hither stare that strips my conscience bare it's witchcraft and I've got no defense for it. The heat is too intense for it. What good would common sense do? And then this is later in the song or immediately following, I forget, but he goes, cause it's witchcraft, wicked
0: amazing not only is this the invention of rap right (laughs) clear I think we determined that Bruce Springsteen invented rap but if you want to go ahead and say uh, Frank Sinatra (laughs) Sinatra. invented rap either way we are taking it from black people and baby that's what we do (laughs) (laughs) we we can't
1: we can't let the white man not have the glory for everything we can't it's
0: just like yeah (laughs) the Uh, fucking audacity we have so (laughs) We're such subscribe. fucking assholes. It's witchcraft. This this has a vibe of like uh, people in like the Salem Witch Trials era. Mm. Like men who are just like, this girl makes my penis go up. And that's wrong. That's wrong. Church, God, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's their fucking witches. We got to burn them. We literally have to burn them because my peepee got hard. And I'm going to go to hell for that.
1: Maybe it's because we spend too much time together. Because I... Was thinking that as well. I was just imagining some man. Let's just imagine some man like getting a lap dance or something. I don't even know. And he's yeah. like, what's happening downstairs? <laughs> what is this feeling? Why has it grown bigger? Oh, my God, you witch. I'm imagining now. I'm imagining a man in a strip club. with I'm like imagining a, co-workers a man in a strip from, club. From work. And for some reason, they go to a strip club together. Because I think that happens. I've literally never been to one, nor do I know how they work. I've only seen The Sopranos season one, and that is, uh, 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 and I've played Grand Theft Auto five, and that's what I know about strip clubs. Okay, <laughs>
0: okay so <laughs> club knowledge. But anyway, I'm, I'm picturing about- a man in a tri-corner hat going to a strip club, like he's a colonial, what are those hats? or you know, like the colonial hats, like okay. you see in like Revolutionary War reenactments. I'm picturing that, but also. It's like the 1600s too, right? Okay. And a man, yeah. he's like a Puritan in Massachusetts and he walks outside and he sees a fine dame walking along the courtyard and he gets a little flutter and he's like, Witch! God! God! Please do not strike me to hell, okay? It's not my fault. Clearly she's a demon.
1: So I do like the idea that like all these people are at a ship club together or something. <laughs> And like this one man is like, what's happening to me? What's happening to me? And Everyone's like, what, what is wrong with you, Carl? Like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, she's a witch. She is a witch. This witch has <laughs> he,
0: he's changed my body. He stands up and he and everybody's like, whoa, why do you have a boner? Like, it's that's a boner. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. This has never happened. Please, somebody get me a doctor. And they're like, you are fucking rock hard right now and he's like i'm having a medical emergency from this witch okay like he doesn't understand the context or like how like what a boner yeah. is
1: my um it's it's it it, it it i can't explain it doctor this thing happened and and now i've got like a miniature baseball bat and i can't I keep walking <laughs> into walls and i and i'm not comfortable anymore in my tight pants and uh, i don't like it i don't like it so I do love, so this is what I meant in the fact that like Sinatra in 57 is talking about this woman who's turning him on basically. And he's like, but he can't be okay with it. And in in a later song, years later, he'd be like, this woman makes me feel something. We do it. Right. But this song, it's like, she knows, she, I have no defense. The heat's too intense. What good is common sense? I know it's taboo. But when you arouse the need in me, my heart says, yes, indeed. Proceed with what you're leading me to. It's just like that idea. That's like it's a little roundabout. It's once again, imagining Jimmy Stewart and like him just being like, Oh my God, lady. And she's like, you want to come to my bedroom? And Jimmy Stewart's like, Oh ma'am, I'm not even gonna do the voice. Cause I can't fucking this do the like, voice. I'm
0: trying to think about it. It'd be like, ma'am, ah, oh, erection, giving me a, Boner. give me
1: your jimmy Stewart voice for yes indeed proceed with what you're leading me to
0: yes indeed i can't do that i can only just do like ma'am boner i don't know that's not it's <laughs> not even jimmy's doing I said
1: proceed proceed with what you're leading me to anyway that's not a voice but i do like that i do like that he also removes the agency from himself too like sinatra is no longer mm-hmm. like I'm actively part of this. He's just like, I'm just following along and it's taboo
0: and I can't stop. She's yeah. a witch and she's put a spell on my member. And later that like we people are like you hear what happened to Greg from accounting. He like discovered that he can get boners. And Greg from accounting is just like still unconvinced that what happened was like a sexual phenomenon. He's just like my that's not supposed to happen okay This organ has one function And what would happen if all of a sudden Your tongue suddenly became six inches long Out of your mouth okay That would be fucking crazy
1: Also There is something to be said about using Come hither in a song It's uh, it's like rarely used Yeah So to call out this person's sly come hither stare Is interesting to me I googled come hither and you got ad- adjective, flirtatious, sexually inviting. And the example in a sentence is nymphs with come-hither looks, which is... a Nymphs. Who wrote that example? Person <laughs> at dictionary.com fucking thinking about nymphs all the time. I fucking like get a job that's that not is, writing
0: that de- a gamer. definitions. Is that guy a gamer or what? Oh, these
1: nymphs, you see. I just That like witch, you see, she made my dick big, you see. <laughs> and it's like, Charles, we're not running that as the headline of our 1905 version of the Daily News. <sighs> anyway, this is the part of the podcast where you realize
0: we have problems and we're going yeah. to Andrew Stieglitz's first lyric. Buddy, my give first me what you lyric. got. Yes, my first lyric is from this song, the super ultra famous Frank Sinatra song, My Funny Valentine and i mentioned that it's it's from the album songs for young lovers i mentioned that it's super ultra famous because we've heard the song like people have heard mm-hmm. the song i've heard the song a bunch of times never have i i thought i think paid attention to these mm-hmm. lyrics okay wow if only were there there were a podcast that took famous songs and
1: made fun of the lyrics or, or poked fun of them because we always seem to ignore lyrics in daily life. This would be a fucking prime yes, opportunity yeah. For to talk this is a that. prime
0: example of that. So yeah, the <laughs> lyric is my funny Valentine, sweet comic Valentine. You make me smile with my heart. Your looks are laughable, unphotographable. Yet you're my favorite work of art. Is your figure less than Greek? Is your mouth a little weak When you open it to speak Are you smart So basically I never I always thought this was a standard love song Right This is the most insulting Fucking backhanded Yes Like seriously Seriously insulting He's like First of all he says It's like he's going like this You're so funny She's like oh why am I funny well, your looks are laughable. Laughable. You are unphotographable. Your looks are
1: laughable. Unphotographable. Is, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, holy shit.
0: Holy shit. Jesus and then, Christ. And then, and then like, it's Ooh. a love song? Right. And he's like, whoa, but you're my favorite work of art. Like I'm saying I love you despite how fucking hideous you are.
1: That's basically being like no one else will love you, you fucking hideous like
0: you're wench. a monster yeah Not,
1: <laughs> wench what's the word what's the right one here wench yeah the wench, wench. wench is you hideous yeah. wench no one will love you cuz your looks are laughable anyway you're my favorite work of art so like you can't break up with me cuz you'll never find love again that's why you got to stay with me
0: the most mediocre man in the universe baby <laughs> yeah <laughs> the most insulting man in the universe yeah but then so then he's like um yeah, your looks are laughable. You're unphotographable. Yes. Horribly insulting. Your just figure so you is just like take a
1: photo of this person and they just don't show up like a vampire.
0: <laughs> the the camera itself is like, whoa, buddy, I'm not gonna. I don't have time to like etch that for a half a second. Um, your figure is less than Greek, meaning like like a Greek mm-hmm. work of art is supposed to be beautiful, like right? Statue. You you're not. Yeah, of a beautiful nude.
1: Making that motion that's like kind of looks like they're bowling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. A nude man bowling
1: dick yeah. out. Is that what Greek statues are? Yeah. Nude, check. Bowling, check. Dick out, check.
0: Yeah. You know, I went to the Met recently and I was like, God damn, I've never seen so much cock and balls. <laughs> In my life. You just have like a tourist
1: from Indiana who comes out of the Met and they're like interviewed by New York one. You're like, so tourist, what did you think of this great museum? You're like, oh boy, they told me New York City was different, but I've never seen this much cock or this <laughs> much balls in my life.
0: Well, it just, yeah. Well, yeah. Like a very gruff person who's like, gotta tell you, man, these cock and balls flying all over my face.
1: I can definitely see a tough guy being like, I, I, I. I never go to the Met. I've never gone to the Met. Why would I want to see that much cock and balls? You yeah. Know, like someone who's just like, I can't see that. That's like, yeah, they're definitely homophobic people. I'm sure that oh, yeah, for don't sure. go to the Greek parts of museums. They're like, listen, honey, I only care for abstract expressionism. No cock and balls in that shit. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Give me some vaginas in that art. I like that Frida Kahlo shit. <laughs> Georgia you know O'Keeffe, man. <laughs> That's yeah. the only artist I like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Those flowers, so, also vaginas. Oh, baby. hmm
0: Okay. Okay. Let's let's bring it back
1: for a second.
0: So and- he goes. Let's bring it back to the lyrics. He goes. Your figure's less than Greek, right? Your mouth a little weak. Wow. Ooh, super insulting. When you yeah. oh, and then this ultimate, the ultimate hilarious question: Are you smart? Just to put that in a song: Are you even smart? Do you even fucking know who you're talking to? Because I'm smart. Are you smart? <laughs>
1: I like that new that love song that's just like slowly coming to terms with the person you're singing about. It's just really dumb. You're like, oh, when she walks outside. She often forgets to tie her shoes and she trips. And then when she goes to the ATM, she accidentally deposits the check that she meant to withdraw. <laughs> Is she smart? Wait fuck is she smart oh man okay everything i thought was charming turns out she's just incredibly dumb
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah well it's like it's like being like the girl i'm dating is so funny oh why is that well her disproportionate features her eyes going two different directions uh hilarious one time i saw uh i saw her writing a letter and every word was misspelled and there was no grammar and she just doesn't know any word that's more than one syllable and it's just it's really funny it's so charming two things
1: one for the part that's like unphotographable yet you're my favorite (laughs) work of art i can imagine him being like hey honey you're like a work of art and she's like oh thank you and he's like you know jackson pollock you are jackson pollock like you're just a mess (laughs) on a canvas and you make no sense and yet i like it and she's like we are getting a divorce."
0: Yeah also it is so insulting this yeah. i and and it's it's i thought it was a fucking love song it's on songs for young lovers it's so famous and it's so insulting
1: it's also the type of thing i can imagine the singer's personality like the the, the lead character of this if you will just thinking he's like the shit Being like i am so
0: smart yeah doobie dooboo wah wa listen to the lyrics i come up with <laughs> yeah it is right. it's like this it like those guys who are just like uh convincing, like gaslighting their girlfriends into thinking mm-hmm. that they're smart somehow. Yeah. Like,
1: hey, I know a thing or two about witchcraft. So yeah. I'm a smart oh, king. Oh.
0: So, Give hey, me your second lyric, my Italian-American king. In On this podcast, we stand Italian-Americans
1: as two <laughs> Italian-Americans just trying to make it wor- work in a world where
0: there I aren't am, enough italian americans i am 25 percent italian so i guess i qualify oh baby i
1: i do feel like italian americans are ca- titans of content
0: italian <laughs> americans
1: are like disproportionately like famous in the, in the industry <laughs> yeah italian americans
0: no, like, and uh jews yeah. both of which are me so you're you're destined for stardom why? Because someone
1: talented? And you're like, no, because you're Italian American and you're Jewish. And you're like, oh, okay, that's weird, but thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, anyway. My guidance counselor in high school was like, you're <laughs> destined for a start of my Italian American Jew friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: My second lyric is from the song. Well, it's from the album Songs for Swingin' Lovers.
0: I love 19, this album. I listened to this whole thing for, uh, preparing and
1: for this. The song is called Makin' Whoopee. Which, once again, is a song that is perfectly titled. Like, if this song were released after 1965, it'd be like, okay. But it's (laughs) 1956. So it's like, it's acceptable to have a song called Making Whoopi. Yeah. So here are the lyrics Another bride, another June, another sunny honeymoon, another season, another reason for making Whoopi. Later in the song, He's washing dishes and baby clothes. He's so ambitious, he even sews. But don't forget, folks, that's what you get, folks, for making Whoopi. So, a cautionary tale. Cautionary tale. So, the first part of the song is like, okay, bride, check. June, check. Honeymoon, check. What a perfect occasion for making whoopee right and it's also I, like
0: the only time it's like ladies and gentlemen i am singing to you about the acceptable terms and conditions during which you can have sex
1: you may only have sex during your honeymoon Honey yes
0: yeah and after Obviously. you're married of course
1: after you're married only that one time or two times if you one kids <laughs> two kids and then this it is a cautionary tale which is so funny to me it is so funny to me that he's like so this man is washing dishes and baby clothes and he's even sewing which I'm sure back in the 50s, you're like, oh, this man sews? Uh, he's not a man. So I'm sure that's more of an insult than now in some way. Because now it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, this guy sews. Um, but it's also but like, don't bro, forget, I'm folks. sewing
0: to get some, okay? I'm sewing to get some <laughs> pussy. Wouldn't you sew for some pussy, bro? But don't What don't are forget- you? Are you gay? <laughs> don't forget, folks. That's what you get, folks, for making
1: whoopee. So Frank Thatcher's like, yes, you may have sex in your honeymoon, but... Listen, if you have sex, you're going to have a kid. That's what you get. That's the moral. Yeah. You're saddled with this child. So every time you have sex, you have child. You want yeah, more it, sex,
0: you want, You have more child. It really is a cautionary tale because he's like, listen, yeah. the only time that you can and should have sex is if you're married. But also, on second thought, don't ever have sex because you're going to have a kid. I'm imagining There's no like other way school. around it.
1: Imagine some school in Utah, come at me, Utah. If you're from Utah and I'm fucking insulting you, yeah, come at me. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Not drink a beer and fucking have eight children? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, come at me. Not drink some coffee. Anyway, I <laughs> anyway, imagine like some like sex ed guidance counselor in, in Utah at some private school where they wear uniforms with fucking dumb collars. And the sex ed teacher just smoking a cigarette and it's just like, you kids want to know about sex? And then it just plays the song,
0: and that's it. That's yeah. just
1: like, <laughs> that's what you like, got
0: to know about sex. And cut don't to, forget, cut to the kids' reactions, and they're just like not blinking. Their eyes are just bloodshot, and they're just like mouth agape. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, you know, we both come from places that did not teach like abstinence. scared abstinence-only education, but that would be interesting. That's a that's like what the song kind of reminds me of.
0: Do you think that there are still places in this country? Kind of, I mean, I oh, guess yeah. there are, right? Oh, that yeah. That teach oh, abstinence. Oh, 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 yeah. Like, 100%. <laughs> Besides, like, um, a Mormon ins- insulated community, do you think that oh. there's just, like, a regular town you would go to and, and they teach abstinence?
1: Hello, Lyric Boys, stands. Lyric if Boys, Content Hounds, Lyric Boys, podcast listeners, if you experience abstinence only education please let us know on social media on our next post that we post just write in the comments I'm an abstinence king and we'll know we'll know that you experienced that education
0: anyway transition to you what is your second lyric okay (laughs) I do want to know my second lyric is from the song I get a kick out of you also from the album songs for young lovers Wow. The 1954 album. And uh, keep in mind... The, new, the, uh,
1: the 2021 version of this album would be songs for young lovers, in parentheses, over 18 though. All right. <laughs>
0: 18. Uh, sorry. Wow. Uh, sorry, I just got distracted because I got a fucking text message. God damn it. All right. Wow. The song, I get a kick out of you. The lyrics are, I get no kick from champagne. Mere alcohol doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me why should it be true that I get a kick out of you? Some, they may go for cocaine. I'm sure that if I took even one sniff, it would bore me terrifically too. Yet I get a kick out of you. Let me reiterate, this song is from 1954, okay? Mm-hmm. And previously, we were talking about how sex was so taboo yeah. that Frank Sinatra was basically like, "Stay abstinent unless you want a kid, and if you're going to have sex, don't do it until you're married." And in yeah. this song, he's just like, "Coke, that ain't shit, bro.
1: Coke ain't nothing compared to the love we have. Coke with ain't you, we shit. get to make whoopee.
0: But also, it is, it's, just, it's yeah. like, I you hear you hear him sing." The word cocaine in his sultry, frank voice, and it really catches you off guard. Yeah. It it's is really surprising. Like, Whoa. you Did you say fucking coke? Like, even songs now, I feel like radio, like, they probably bleep cocaine, or at least on like some radio stations, they'd be like, let's curb the drug use. Even the the songs, things.
1: yeah. Songs now that mention cocaine, I'm like, damn, this person does cocaine? Because like, I'm such a baby when it comes to drugs and shit that i'm just like
0: yeah i'm kind of a baby too yeah
1: well just like cooking i'm like oh my god that is a big thing that's a scary big thing
0: yeah and for him to be like do up do do i don't do cocaine i have you do up do be do
1: and i love that
0: it's funny too because like it's it's interesting like uh The power of education, I guess, because we were not educated in abstinence, so therefore, like, we don't view sex as taboo at all. But we were educated in, like, don't do drugs, don't do drugs, or at least I was. And I'm sure that, right, you had some kind of, like, Mm -hmm. don't do drugs. In some way, yeah, yeah. Yeah. for sure. So, um, So, like, cocaine for us, but I feel like back then... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is a little too late, but definitely in the early 1900s, cocaine was not seen as like a taboo drug at all. People, like doctors would prescribe cocaine. It was in fucking Coca Cola. It was like one of the ingredients. I don't know. And so, like, it's. I think probably during. uh, Well, definitely like pre Vietnam, I think, or like right around Vietnam. And I also think, obviously, like the war on drugs. In, in the Reagan era. Great but band. But, like, where, like, Nixon through Reagan. <laughs> Sorry, bad joke. pre panned.
1: I said great band. Oh, great band. The oh, Warren Drugs. The War and Drugs is a good
0: band, yeah. Yeah, that was a um, bad joke.
1: Because it's obviously not what you're talking about.
0: But it is crazy to just think that, like, the perspective is flipped from the 50s. Like, now, we're just like, everybody's fucking. But, like, cocaine is scary to us. Or at least to white boys. But, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, Anyway, I don't know where I'm going with this.
1: I just like that he's like, I'm sure that if I took even one sniff, it's a very innocent, sweet lyric too. It's like, I'm in so much love. If I were to inject some uh, heroin into my veins, even just like one little t- t- little injection, like I'm sure that would be nothing compared to this love. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, it'll still,
0: it's still be something. I took mushrooms, LSD, and sniffed some coke and i gotta say i love you more i'm a fucking mess right now but i love you more
1: i like the idea that this is like a a vow at a wedding (laughs)
0: yeah and the family is like horrified they're like what we didn't know that you were into this crazy show who are you marrying here
1: andrew dude would you like to hear my third frank snatcher lyric
0: i guess it's (laughs) if i have to Wow. Okay, that's, you that's, do the, have podcast, right? that's okay. the podcast, right?
1: the podcast. is the format. That's what people sign up for. Okay, well, we got to give if, them what they sign up for because people have expectations. If you don't meet those expectations, you let them down, and if you let them down, then you're less of a person. My third lyric is wow. from "Luck Be a Lady Tonight," which is a song that was originally composed in the ni- in 1950 by this dude Frank Loesser, first performed by Robert Alda. But no one knows that. No one cares about that. We all we love the Frank version.
0: Yeah, I mean, most of these songs that we're doing, or at least the ones I'm doing, yeah. were not originally written for or by Frank. Mm-hmm.
1: So apparently this is in Guys and Dolls, which was when was made into a movie, which is it's a musical, and one was made into a movie in 1955, it starts Sinatra. So that also, there's like, okay, he fucking starred in this movie. Everyone loves him. So the lyric is, a lady doesn't wander all over the room. And blow on some other guy's dice. Let's keep this party polite. Never get out of my sight. Stick with me, baby. I'm the guy you came in with. Luck be a lady tonight. So a couple things going on here. One is just like this guy is like never fucking leave my sight. Like he's, I'm sure he's gambling at the casino. Right. And he's like mm. having a good time. And this, his, his date is like, Hey, while you're gambling, can I just like go like refill my drink and maybe like talk to my other friends we came in with? He's like, don't stick with me. I'm the guy you came in with. You cannot hang out with anyone else. So a little bit controlling, but I'm curious if there's innuendo if, with a lady doesn't wander all over the room and blow on some other guys dice. Do you think that is innuendo or do you think that's just genuinely like don't, don't give other no, people No, I mean, there's
0: definitely innuendo there, but it is also, I mean, yeah, I think there's there's for sure innuendo. Blow on some other guy's dice as and literally blow on, like, you know, you blow the dice when you're playing yes. craps, but also like blow on some other guys. Maybe, 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 maybe something, maybe something. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe I, I don't know. <laughs>
1: Anyway I thought this was interesting Because when I listened to that I'm like That that, that does seem innuendo filled And it was interesting to me
0: The (laughs) word blow Is just like So aggressive In any sense of, Of Like no matter what Oh yeah
1: Any rock song that uses blow Is doing an innuendo it's yeah. never like, oh, baby, you can blow them away with your blowing skills at blowing people away. It's like never like, okay.
0: But even that sounds so aggressive. Like you when you say blow me away, there's that, oh, yeah. what is it, Pink? Pink has that song that's like, blow me one last kiss. And it's like, wow, that, it's, that's so aggressive. Even, even that like sounds aggressive, pause. really? To me, it does. Blow me one last kiss. Is there a big pause? Like I blow mean, me one last kiss. No, it's not, it's not that big, but in any case, um, yeah, the innuendo, uh, well, cause he goes, let's keep this party polite, which is like, listen, the polite thing to do would not only be to not ever leave my fucking sight, <laughs> Okay. But also like you're going around, you blew on this guy's dice. Like he was gambling and you just like, you gave him some of your luck. How do I know? How do I know? Like this guy is so jealous. He's like, He's How so do I paranoid. know you're not gonna like go up to his room later? Maybe you wanna blow on his dice. Maybe you wanna blow on his fucking chest. Maybe you wanna blow on his balls, okay? And she runs away. She's like, You need therapy. <laughs> He's like, I know that. <laughs> I've been 1950s, working through though, jealousy issues today. Okay? <laughs> it's not manly enough to go to therapy. Honey.
1: You want to give me your third Frank Sinatra lyric?
0: Yeah, my third Frank Sinatra lyric is from the song Old Devil Moon from Ooh. Songs for Swinging Lovers. Ooh. Not Songs for Young Lovers. Songs for Swinging Lovers came a couple years later in 1956. I look at you and suddenly something in your eyes I see soon begins bewitching me. It's that old devil moon. That you stole from the skies. It's that old devil moon in your eyes. All
1: right, so there's a world where Feng Sinatra is not comfortable getting erections, <laughs> and he has to blame them on something else.
0: He has it's to blame the, it on witchcraft. Witch,
1: bewitch, it's a witchcraft. The devil moon. Sword
0: <laughs> That old devil moon. It's also so funny that he says, "You stole the moon from the skies." Like he's like, Your Honor, priest judge whoever god almighty who is judging me for having this hellish and demonic erection right now okay (laughs) let me prove to you it is from a, a witch okay not only did she change the composition of my penis but she stole the moon do you see the moon there's no moon out tonight why because this witch stole it and then Amazing. they beat be
1: <laughs> It It is this type of period where it's like you weren't, it's almost like all these songs have this vibe that's like, you're making me feel these things, but it's taboo or it's wrong for me to feel these things, but it's like kind of okay. But I'm, as long as I pretend it's not okay. It's like these songs yeah. are still ending in the same place with them, like making out, making love, whatever. Mm. But it's like, he has to defend that as like a, A moral, immoral thing Which is kind of interesting It's basically like Yeah, it's basically like him just being like "Uh, This isn't right for me to do it And um, she's a witch uh, Siren, wench Uh, Sorry baby, (laughs) I just have to say that So people are okay with us having Sex at a wedlock She's a witch
0: Yeah, and let me just say The phrase Making whoopee Is disgusting to me It reminds me of two people sitting in a bed farting together.
1: It makes me think of the Sims for some reason. I feel like that's what they call sex in that game. Do you know? Okay, so there is a hockey team from Macon, Georgia. Famously, they're not around anymore, but they're famously called the Macon Whoopie, (laughs) which is hilarious to me. Yeah, that's funny. Um, um
0: but yeah whoopee it's it's like making it, it's like cause it's like a whoopee cushion it just
1: like it's just so out of date now you know like if if there's other euphemisms for sex that are also equally as strange but it's just like making whoopee is so out of date it feels like it's a funny term it's not one that like i feel like people today are gonna be like hey honey, what are your other make whoopee
0: well what other euphemisms do you prefer or like what are the strange ones rather that that you said I mean, hooking up. I don't think is that strange. Uh, um, Yeah,
1: but at some point, that's gonna be feel strange. People are gonna be. That's so outdated.
0: Hooking up. Hooking up's been around for like decades, though.
1: Do you want to know my uh, fourth Frank Sinatra lyric? Because it also involves the moon. So in this one, she stole the moon. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is something. I'll say the lyric first, and then, uh, then I'll give some good humorous commentary that our audience signs up for. It is from the album. I don't know the album, (laughs) but this is a 64 version. It's fly me to the moon. In parentheses. I think this is just a single. It was probably on an album too, but in parentheses, in other words, fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is on. Sorry, Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter and Mars In other words, hold my hand In other words, baby, kiss me So this is an, one thing I think Sinatra does really interestingly A lot of his songs And we haven't really had lyrics like this But the way he kind of talks about these feelings You know, like there's some people talk about like Oh, butterflies in my stomach, right? The way he talks about love and, and these feelings of love or lust or whatever, it's a very much, it's big. It's very big. And I kind of imagine just like people in the 50s being like, yeah, man, that's what love is. Like, it's I, like your, your Nana listening to this and being like, mm, like really swooning and being like, oh, Frank, oh my God. Um, <laughs> there's just something so funny comparing the feelings of holding hands and the feeling of kissing To flying to the moon, being in the stars, seeing what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Like, that is so interesting to me. It is so big. It is so big. And it's like kind of a sweet romantic view that's like just holding hands with Frank. And he's like in the clouds.
0: And also maybe um, he's like, listen, you witch, you devil seducing witch if you can change the physical composition of my penis and you can steal the moon i don't see a moon out tonight if you did this you could do that what what else can you do fly me fly me to fucking jupiter and mars all right all right i, I get it you're a witch you're a witch let's go then let's fucking go it Jeez. she leaves I, him I, immediately
1: it's just very fun it's just very fun it's like a i could easily imagine like someone listening to music at the time being like, Oh, it's so romantic. It's so beautiful. What's not as beautiful as this and similar is like when the moon hits your eyes, like a big pizza pie, that's a more. That's a similar thing, right? Yeah. This is like more romantic. It's like, I'm playing amongst the moon and the stars versus like the moon hitting your eyes, like a big pizza pie. That is what love is. And yeah. then, yeah. So there is a fine line between the cheesiness and the romantic. And I think Frank, rides that wave kind of like a jets, a jet ski master, you know,
0: he does. He's, uh, yeah. Fly me to the moon. I mean, um, he's either literally asking or he is playfully hinting that love is like being in outer space where you have no oxygen and you can't breathe. And you're like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Perhaps you want
1: to give me your fourth.
0: Yeah. My fourth lyric is from the song, I Get Along Without You Very Well, from the album In the Wee Small Hours, which uh, is in the Library of Congress, I believe. It was like one of the first albums put in the Library of Congress. Heard of it? Heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) I Get Along Without You Very Well. Of course I do, except perhaps in spring, but I should never think of spring. For surely that would break my heart in two Um Damn Yeah it's just just funny that he's like I have moved on From our relationship I don't need you at all And then like the first thing he looks at In the house is like Except for this mug This mug makes me think of you but no I can't think of that Anyway I'm way better
1: He's like I'm just so over you Like who needs you please <laughs> Who could possibly need you Except when spring comes When spring comes I'm going to be so incredibly depressed But yeah. let's never talk About spring okay yeah. Okay it would just, I'm like, so everything,
0: over you. Everything reminds him Of her it, it is, And he's just like trying to convince her so much She's like I am so done With our relationship I don't even think about all the good times we had Sitting at this very table right here
1: it is funny that what happened to him in spring? Who hurt you? How? What season hurt you, Frank? Spring. Why spring? Well, you know, the Easter Bunny reminds me oh, of her. Yeah.
0: Maybe he was in a relationship with the Easter Bunny. <laughs>
1: yeah. We've all been there. All right. You want to hear my last one? You want to yeah, hear my we'll fifth and final Frankie Sinatra lyric? Flowing through it. It's from The Look of Love from the album Softly As I Leave You from 1964. Amazing title for an album. And so The Look of Love I have like a fair amount of lyrics from this because that was all very funny. Do it. I've seen the look of a baby with a rattle. I've seen the look of a hero in a battle. I've seen the look Of a heartsick turtle dove But the look that leaves you real shook Is the look of love I've seen the look of a jockey on a winner I've seen the look of a fat man having dinner I've seen the look of those spacemen up above But the look that closes the book Is the look of love it's thunder, it's lightning The gentlest breeze It's friendly, it's frightening And more surprising than an elephant sneeze yep. Sounds like like It got a little Dr. Seuss-y at the end there It did feel like Dr. Seuss, yeah I was like, damn, this slaps yeah. Thank you, it's like a Theodore Geisel, or am I right? Yeah um, <laughs> So I do think it's so funny There's some things in this Well, one that surprised me is him saying But the look that leaves you real shook is the look of love Just shook I think it was such a modern The way people use shook now But of course In the 50s Like Oh man This leaves you shook And it was kind of interesting To see that In this song It yeah, took me a surprise kind of funny. Yeah um, Also There's no song right now That would come out That's like It's the look of a fat man Having dinner and
0: it's <laughs> like, like, Of all these things It's so Beautiful Right It's thunder yes. It's lightning It's the gentlest Breeze, it's spaceman in space it's like a very new thing um it's a jockey and a winner it's a fucking fat piece of shit eating a burger for the 80th time <laughs>
1: it's like wow okay
0: yeah that's so aggressive that is so aggressive for he's no reason that
1: like have the most love in their eyes he's like fat man
0: eating dinner okay yes <laughs> that is uh so a- insulting <laughs> it's so insulting he's like trying to find metaphors and he like looks up at the restaurant and there's like yeah, a guy eating a, song, a burger he's like, like look like, at that piece of shit reminds me of being in love he's like he's like man he goes over he's like man you must love that burger as much as i love my woman right now
1: person's <laughs> like um it's fine it's, it's like, like well I is can see dumb? there's
0: no girl with you here because clearly you're enough man for two meals am I right
1: yeah so I think it's so funny just suddenly to have that but also like the look of love is more surprising than an elephant's sneeze like yeah. so
0: yeah that's like that's that's a very nursery rhyme type uh I like that
1: are you ready for the inappropriate joke are we yes. ready? Podcast stands. Get ready for the inappropriate joke.
0: Drum roll, please. Bum, bum,
1: bum, bum, bum. This is a song dedicated to the O face.
0: Okay. There you go. It's Sinatra. B- it? <laughs> He's like, wow. I him. am. Uh, I am shook by uh, the face you make when you have an orgasm. Yeah,
1: that's what it is. That's what it is. Because uh, later in the song, too, he's like, he loves being locked in a wondrous embrace, and that look on that fabulous face. It's the one look that he'd give his life to see. It's the O face.
0: That's it very well could be. I like it. That's
1: my joke. I
0: like it. That's my joke. lyric? you can't get through a
1: lyric without making it sexual because we have problems.
0: But also, like, every fucking lyric we do. I, I you know. Again, I'm gonna I've I've come back to this theme, but like I did not know or realize like is how many lyrics are just straight up about sex. There's it's so what, many.
1: If if you think about it, it's what uh it runs the world. It runs babies. We need babies. Mm-hmm. It's evolutionary, it's the one thing. So all songs are just like we're just like men writing music, or just like peacocks showing their feathers Kinda, to to yeah. to evolutionary make more babies, and that's the cost of making whoopee. And it all is just about that. It is just about that. making whoopee. Music uh, is nothing but whoopee making.
0: Lucia Flores, twenty twenty one. That's right. You want to hear my Write fifth and in. final lyric?
1: <clears throat> yes.
0: It's from the song "What a Funny Girl." you used to be <laughs> <laughs> that song title jumped out at me yeah. it's from a random album from 1970 and i don't even remember uh the album is called uh oh god fucking it doesn't I don't, matter. It doesn't matter just give me the lyric okay yeah so the lyric is um you always looked a little out of place all grown up with freckles on your face. We'd spend each night with company, just you, the teddy bear, the dolls and me. What a funny girl you used to be. Interesting. Uh, um just digest huh. that for a little bit. Well, you know,
1: it's I was wondering about it a little bit. I'm like is this a song about like No, kids? it's not. But it's it's, it's all a, grown it's up with like, freckles on your face. Yeah.
0: I think it's about like maybe like a daughter. Um, but it also just like so freaky that we'd spend the night with company, just you, the teddy bear and the dolls and me. Doesn't that sound like a horror movie to you? Just it like does me, kind of. It's you, like the teddy
1: bear that stares at me. These haunted fucking doll dolls. that eyes yeah. follow me around the room. Yeah. It's a little scary. I'm imagining like thunder outside and like the light through the window. Silhouettes all the dolls and makes them their shadows gigantic on the wall. And yeah, you're just like, oh, it moved. imagine if you're thing. like tucking your daughter into sleep at night because we both have daughters and we both know that sense of uh, love and uh, what life means. Am I right? When you tuck <laughs> your daughter in at night. And suddenly all the bears are just staring at you as you're like reading a novel. And yeah. You're like, and you're like, oh my God, those, your, your, your dolls are terrifying. We and didn't buy this, those for you. They just showed up in your house. Yeah. Let well, after this,
0: people. the girl is like, dad, you, there were never any teddy bear or dolls. I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm then he just looks it. into the camera and he's like, dun, dun, dun. I'm creeped out. I'm freaked out right now. Uh, yeah, I just thought it's so funny to put in a Frank Sinatra song like his voice mixed with some of these lyrics, right, is kind of where the humor comes from, because you hear Frank Sinatra being like the teddy bear, the dolls. It's just funny. It's just it doesn't it do, it's like incongruent.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, half of the fun of making whoopee is him just saying making whoopee a lot. Like, what world do you get to make hear Frank? Whoopee. Like think, I am grateful that Frank Sinatra, there's a song that exists where he gets to say "making Whoopi a lot. <laughs> I am glad that I exist in a world, in a society, in, in, in just like the United States of America in 2021, right where this, this past history exists where this man this Italian American king from Hoboken, <laughs> New Jersey could have a career where he can put out a song, put out a ditty called Making Whoopi. And it is a ditty. You can find ditties. that on my Spotify. That's what like makes me happy.
0: <laughs> I think ditty is the appropriate word for every single Frank Sinatra song. They're ditties.
1: I do imagine him being like check out this ditty and just like snapping along singing yeah. it. Ditty or like check out this number. Number like, for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, the teddy bears the dolls what time is it Lucian
1: it is time for us to create and come up with our own Frank Sinatra lyrics so this part of the podcast we take like a good 30 seconds to like 2 minutes and we just improvise and, and, and jot down thoughts and, and try to create what we think of as Frank's Sinatra lyrics based on what we learned today so these are improvised we did not come up with these earlier they're just off the dome in about like
0: two minutes so getting, getting my notebook out
1: i should just i feel like part of this is hard Is like sometimes it's like easier to sing it there's like if i'm improvising sinatra i'll be like booba do 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 it, do it
0: that's it that adds to it
1: i'm gonna mute myself or right, let me just should i just improvise it should I just improvise it
0: without writing anything down do you want to do that? Do you want to improvise yeah, instead that. of writing? Oh, fuck. fucking try that. Fuck yeah, let's do it. All right. Only for Frank, because I feel like Frank is yeah. like, okay.
1: So normally, Lyric Boy's audience, this is the part of the podcast where we would sit back for like two minutes and try to write our own version of Frank Sinatra lyrics and then come back and be like, how did we do? But we want to just try to improvise our Frank Sinatra lyrics without even spending two minutes. So these are just top of the dome. Let's see what happens.
0: Okay, here we go.
1: You're sorry. Okay. You want to go Timmy. first? Go first. Wow, I thought you were about to go first. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. A river dirt chi, I'm in Rome with my baby girl by my side. We're passing domes. And at night, she hands me the phone and says, who's this other wench? Her name is Susan. And I say, I'm out of here, motherfucker. <laughs> Boom.
0: Great. Great. Let me Love do- it. All right. Here the- we go. Are you ready? I'm trying to think of rhymes. Trying to think of rhymes. Here we go. Give me a beat. I was just doing uh, Strangers of the Night. When I saw your face, my heart, it started swinging. And little girl, for you, it's this song I'm singing. I just want to make a whoopee all night. Yeah. So please, little girl, don't put up a fight. Ho-ho. Don't go around blowing on some other guy's dice, no. Cause what I think about you is that's not really nice. Right. That's pretty good. That. That's pretty good. That was good. That was good. The greatest hits. That's that. That was fun. I kind of like doing that. Uh, off the. I feel like. I feel like it's gonna make me become a freestyle rapper.
1: Yeah, and then we'll have to put you down.
0: You know what's funny is I think that initially the idea we had when we were first conceiving of the podcast was that we would improvise the lyrics, but we pretty quickly started to write them down because uh, it was easier. But I think this was uh, this was the initial idea was just to do it off the top of the head.
1: I don't exactly. I'm
0: pretty sure it was. Oh, maybe it was. Okay, I'm pretty sure it was.
1: I feel like mine wasn't that good and I should do another one. But yours was, good. Really yours was
0: good.
1: Yeah, but then he just said, motherfucker, Frank Sasha doesn't do that. I, I gotta but be true, true right. to my school. Alright to be true to your
0: school. Do another one. Here, ready? I'll give you a beat. <laughs> dun out, dun out. Dun out, dun out. Da, na, na, na.
1: Oh, baby. You and me were in Hoboken. Tonight we're making whoopee on the couch. I got a token for you.
0: <laughs> That's like if Frank Sinatra was a rapper. It's like, we in Hoboken. I got a token. I don't Let's do it again because it's hard not to make it. Keep to the beat. Keep jokes. to the beat. Ready? Here we go. Down out. Down out. Down out. Down out doop.
1: Doo.
0: Lady, my lover. Just like shit like that, right? Yeah. Uh, Ready? Uh, uh, here we go. Uh, continue. Da, 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 da. Trumpet section's getting a little tired over here.
1: I <laughs> don't like your backing beat, okay? that's fucking frank what do you want all me right to do? all right
0: give me a different one no
1: i don't want that i want a good sinatra backing all beat. right not that trash sinatra backing beat.
0: do you want just like a jazz drum beat give me something i
1: okay, could go back to the first one i like that better i regret what i said
0: i'm not gonna give you a beat wow
1: Rootin' tootin' and makin' noise from mouth again People wonderin' why I play with toys It's cause I'm a man-child baby Come rock me tonight Baby don't you know that I can't feed myself I'll starve without a lady cookin' and cleanin' for me Cause goddamn I'm a wreck I get food all over the place, and my house is filled with dishes, and I got mice. I don't have a house except for this mansion, and baby, it's a mess, and it's falling apart. And I'm a king from Hoboken.
0: Nice. I think that my song my was called Italian American King. I think my second song about.
1: Hoboken is really good until I I couldn't think of a word other than snatch. And I don't know what's wrong with me. All right. What a podcast episode. So that was the Lyric Boys doing a deep, 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 deep dive into old blue eyes himself. Frank Sinatra, Italian-American king. We love him. So listen. If you enjoy that, if you want to hear more of this lyric comedy, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a unique brand of uh, comedy and music. Ah uh, wow who else does that? I don't know. I have no idea. please tell us who do who does that because we gotta uh, give them a cease and desist or, or just stop them. So yeah, if you enjoy this podcast, we do this. We do this regularly. We do this with other artists. We do it with artists from all genres we do Frankie. Sinatra a little classic crooner action But we do like modern indie bands We do hip hop bands we do classic rock artists We do artists from all over The spectrum and we just dive Into their most crazy most insane lyrics And it's a fun time and if you are A fan do me a favor and just subscribe to this Podcast and you'll get we'll deliver This episode metaphorically to Your door once again metaphorically We will never actually meet you Theoretically but we will deliver this To your ears Metaphorically so follow us we're on spotify we're on we're on itunes we're whatever you're listening to right now we're there we are also on instagram youtube TikTok, facebook twitter at the lyric boys so if you want to go there and, and at us and say hey guys you were looking real nice in this podcast episode you can do that and we'll respond and say uh thank you or you can say like hey i'm um I was listening to your podcast, and I had some sort of uh, existential crisis about uh, my place in the universe. And I'll be like, "Oh man, that sucks." So yeah, reach out to us. We engage with our, our folks, our, our our stands, our friends, and and and
0: yeah, we'll we'll see you next week. We'll see you next Monday, ladies and gentlemen. That's correct. Also, if you like, that just a
1: mess. Should I just do that again? No, that was good.
0: Okay, thank you. If you like the track, the jam, the ditty, the number playing yeah, I was underneath. I ask, what is this number? This number is uh, a little number, a little ditty I, I composed for the Lyric Boys podcast, but uh, I, I have it. other numbers, other demo numbers, demo ditties um, at freelancerbandny.bandcamp.com or freelancer... Band in SoundCloud or you know Google it Freelancer <laughs> Yeah Google it Freelancer Love It's that. a musical project under which I create some songs If you like the song that's playing now I guarantee you're gonna like the others cause they're like real songs <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing
0: Alright we'll be back We'll be back with some more musical
1: comedy and, and we look forward to seeing you next week Goodbye. Have a great. Have a great day.